everyone. Welcome to the Resilience Key Podcast. This is season two, episode one. My name is Steph Corbell. I'm your host, and I am so happy to be here with you today. This season is dedicated to stories of resilience and hope that I've seen through my decade and a half plus working as a tattoo artist and tattoo studio owner. I come into contact daily with an incredibly diverse group of people, and I am continually blown over by the inspiring stories that I hear. So that's what this season is all about, and it's for 10 new episodes. I hope you enjoy it. Tattooing can be an incredibly lucrative profession. If you are relatively decent at what you do, and you're nice to your clientele and you give them a good experience, they're likely to either come back or give you referrals to all of their friends. Being busy as a tattooer, it's, it's not about likes on Instagram or any other social media platform. I see other artists all the time with 10 times more followers than I have begging for clients to get into their chair. Meanwhile, I'm not that focused on social media. I mean, I use it, but I'm not obsessed by these vanity metrics, likes, and follows. And even so, I get booked out months and months in advance with very little promotional efforts. Why? I make my clients comfortable. I listen to them. I give them a good experience. My shop is welcoming. It's inclusive. It's not intimidating to walk in the door. I'm a big believer in good customer service, and I take care of anyone who walks in. Plus, I do reply to each and every single comment, email, text, voicemail, message, and DM that I receive personally. Yes, this keeps me inordinately busy, but it is absolutely worth it. And I am not saying any of this to brag but rather to relate a truly important point, which is the whole topic of this episode. In life, connection is key. I tell people all the time that I never got a single job worth having by actually applying randomly for it. Nope. Prior to tattooing, I worked in music and theater as well as academia, and every gig, every job, every contact, it all came down to knowing someone. Someone who maybe knew someone else who was looking for someone like me for a certain gig. And then a phone call comes, boom, and I am working. I have never had an issue making a living or lining up the next job. In a world where social media rules these days, where a lot of us base our worth on the number of likes we get on a post, it becomes this omnipresent illusion that this online meta network is reality. And while I'm not so much of a Luddite that I think we all need to throw all this away and start fresh while living tech-free out in a desert yurt, I do think we need to get more perspective. Connection, specifically in-person connection, is where it's at. In-person connection is how we grow, how we develop, we change, we network, we find meaning, we find love and support all in a real-life, face-to-face, physical context. Now, while I've always prioritized in-person connections, the true ultimate importance of it all really came to light to me during the lockdowns of 2020. And for me personally, living in California, we had some of the most strict policies here in the U.S., and I suffered through eight and a half months of my business being forced to close. We shut down and reopened three times during that period, and wow, during each reopening, the changes I started to see in longtime clientele were really intense. People I had known for being gregarious or outspoken, flamboyant, and super fun to be around often became these casualties of anxiety and panic. I heard more and more stories about folks getting on psych meds just to get through it. And hey, there is no shame in that. I'm a believer in using what you have in times of crisis. But I did witness personally a number of clients I truly cared about go down this rabbit hole of despair 
never to reemerge. In fact, within a two-week period in the summer of 2020, I kid you not, four of my former clients passed away, either from suicide or overdoses. And you want to talk about a sobering moment there, illustrating that impact of the loss of connection and support. When it came to first-time clients during that period, after we finally reopened for good at the end of January in 2021, I had this lovely woman come to me for a tattoo. And when she sat down in my chair, she was visibly nervous, much more so than a first-time client typically is. After a bit of gentle conversation, trying to put her nerves at ease, she confided in me that she literally hadn't left her house since March of 2020. Let that sink in. It was her first time out of the house in something like 10 months. No walks outside, no grocery shopping, no nothing outside, just her and her family inside the house in front of the computer, working away, watching TV, all that good stuff. That was probably one of the most extreme cases I saw in terms of loss of connection, and its impact on her was absolutely palpable. Now look, this is meant to be an inspiring podcast about resilience, not a depressing one, and I am only telling you this story to illustrate my point. We cannot hide in our houses behind our screens and on our phones. If we want to move forward in life and to achieve a goal or to reinvent ourselves at any point in our lives, we have to make personal connections. We have to put ourselves out there. As an introvert who gets exhausted by social interaction and who prefers to go to bed by 8 p.m. every single night, believe me, I too am challenged by this, but the jobs that I work as a tattoo artist and part-time as a flight instructor, these jobs force me to get outside and to talk to people every single day. And as a consequence, my life is so much more rich for it. Here's another illustrative example from the business that I'm in. I get approached constantly by folks looking for a tattoo apprenticeship. There's no school to learn how to tattoo or no textbooks, and you certainly can't rely on YouTube videos for real information. Tattooing is all about a master-apprentice relationship and an oral tradition based on honor and craft with tightly guarded secrets. Just last week, I literally had three messages within a single 24-hour period from young people asking for an apprenticeship with me. One, it's, it's super flattering, but two... I didn't know a single one of them, and not a single one of them had ever expressed interest in my work before, let alone set foot in my shop. I do have a soft heart, though, I will admit it, so I always try to reply to everyone politely, I invite them to come by, and I tell them, they buy me a decent cup of coffee, they can pick my brain, and ask advice on getting into the business, but hardly anyone ever takes me up on that. When they do... I tell them my number one bit of advice is to go get tattooed and develop some kind of professional relationship with a tattoo artist. We are way more open to help you if we know you. We're way more open to help in some way if we care about you, if we have some kind of relationship, and if you're on our radar. We're way more open to apprenticing you if you support us, if you respect our time and our knowledge, and frankly, if you don't expect a life-changing experience for free. Just saying. So what does this all mean for you, my lovely listeners? Are you on a journey towards some kind of big goal, a huge life change, education, new career? The advice I give is the same, and it works pretty much every single time. You have to put yourself out there and personally connect with folks who are doing what you want and with folks who have what you want. You need to learn in person connect in person. Now, DMs, sure, they're a great place to start. I get it. Virtual is great if you're not in the same area with someone, but go further. 
Go further with it. Develop some kind of personal relationship and really get to know the person behind the screen. Here are some tips you can try out. One, get outside every single day. I know for me, the pandemic didn't change how I work at all. You have to kind of be in person to tattoo someone, right? But for my white-collar professional friends, they're all sitting at home in front of a computer screen, replying to Slack messages all day. Convenient, yes. When it comes to balancing getting your laundry done with your professional obligations, but what can happen in reality? Weeks can go by, you're still ordering your food, you're still in the same pair of dirty sweatpants, and you haven't seen the sun, much like my client back in 2021. So every single damn day, close your computer. Put your phone away and go outside anywhere. See people. Walk around. Get a cup of coffee from your local coffee shop. Hey, that's what I just did before recording this podcast today. And remind yourself that there are other people in the world and do this as a practice every day. Two, phone a friend on a regular basis. Or better yet, schedule yourself a friend date on a regular basis. I know. I get it. We're all busy but we've got to nurture relationships besides the ones inside our homes or with our families because relationships are where connection is at. Now, this doesn't have to be a daily thing. Maybe you just do this once a month with someone you care about. Or maybe you schedule something with someone you find interesting and you just want to get to know them. Schedule a walk or a coffee or a hike, something low stakes, just anything. Talk face to face. You never, ever know where these in-person connections are going to lead you. And a lot of times, it may seem like a person might not have anything to do with your own personal goals. But who knows, maybe someone in their network actually does. And someone who cares about you is much more apt to help you out and support you than someone who's never met you before. Three, do something every day that's outside of your comfort zone. Again, for those of you working online daily in your home offices, it's so easy to get complacent, am I right? We're all suckers for the comforts of routines, but shake it up every day. This could include anything from having a random conversation with someone at that local coffee shop to taking a class or just going to the gym to exercise. It doesn't have to be something dramatic like skydiving, you know, just something little every day to flex those muscles to avoid complacency and inertia. I get it, I love Netflix as much as the next person, but it's way too easy to get sucked into a binge on the couch, and suddenly weeks have gone by without doing something challenging. And a secret here? The more you challenge yourself, the easier it is to be uncomfortably challenged. I hope these tips help you. I am in your corner, and I'm absolutely cheering you on. And if you put any of these tips into practice, please let me know. Connect with me. I would love to hear from you. You can reach out on my website at stephcorbell.com. That's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. I am also on all the social media platforms. The links are all in this episode description. And do me a favor. If you like what you heard today and you found it helpful, go ahead, rate the podcast, give it a share in your social media, tag me, and don't forget to subscribe. I'll be back in two more weeks with a brand new episode. And until then, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 